Trends and technology, processes and products. We cover these areas and more coming up on the cutting edge of cannabis. Be informed from the latest initiators of new innovation. Learn about the latest breakthroughs and best practices in the cannabis and hemp industries. Better products, better infrastructure, and better sustainability. The cutting edge of cannabis, consulted by the American Cannabis Company, starts now. Welcome to the cutting edge of cannabis. I'm your host, Ellis Smith, and today we're going to be speaking with Rob Davison, who's the CEO of Cure Pharmaceuticals, which is a company focusing on optimizing drug delivery. Rob, it's great to have you on today. Thanks for coming. Yeah, thank you for having me on the show today. Now, Rob, your background is pretty impressive. You've got quite a bit of experience in the pharmaceutical world and a couple of master's degrees in project management and public health. Um, what brought you into working with Cure Pharmaceutical with your background? So, yeah, my background, I uh, actually spent six, uh, uh, actually 25 years in drug delivery technology companies, uh, mainly in the pharmaceutical and nutraceutical world. And uh, really looked at the unmet needs in uh, delivering, you know, difficult to deliver drugs in the uh, pediatric sector and uh, really uh, decided uh, that we needed a better way of delivering the medications to uh, pediatric patients. And uh, looking at uh, the OTF, the oral thin film technology, uh, we actually founded Cure in 2011. I founded it with five other individuals uh, from the pharmaceutical industry. Uh, most of those individuals were early stage uh, Amgen employees or executives uh, that uh, since retired from Amgen and decided, hey, we want to do this again. Uh, so we, we uh, founded uh, Cure to be a uh, platform drug delivery company. Okay. And in, in 2011, obviously, hemp was not on your radar. What really brought that to the forefront of, of your team to focus on this industry in this space? That's a great question. Actually, um, we were working uh, with uh, Los Angeles Children's Hospital at the time. Uh, around 2013, I think we started working with uh, Los, Angeles, Los Angeles Children's Hospital, just looking at some uh, delivery uh vehicles uh, as far as delivering drug actives to, again, pediatric patients, mainly oncology patients, cancer patients that, you know, get nauseous and they can't take uh, your typical oral medications, they can't keep it down, uh, or, uh, you know, they, they don't want to have an invasive way of delivering, you know, injecting uh, every day going to the hospital, because uh, a lot of these patients are, sometimes are outpatients as well. So um, we, were, we were working with Los Angeles Children's Hospital, and um, cannabis was being used by some of the patient's parents uh, on these kids to eliminate uh, nauseousness, uh, to induce, uh, you know, uh, better eating habits, uh, better eating behaviors. So um, it was interesting because they were one of the first hospitals to allow uh, parents to administer, uh, you know, cannabis uh, to patients. Uh, so uh, that really uh, sparked a deeper interest in, in working with uh, the cannabinoid molecules. Well, that's pretty progressive happening back in 2011 and 2013 or whenever this was happening early in the 2000s. And so pretty neat to see you guys are part of that wave coming into this and uh, participating along that that, that pathway. Um, as, as, as I looked on your website and learned more about what you guys are doing, you kind of have two categories with a third one coming in. And I'd like to learn more about that, how you've got your nutraceutical aspect, your pharmaceutical aspect, but also this new cannabinoid aspect that I saw on your website that's kind of taking over. And if you could explain to me these differences 
And do they cross over? Do you see some of these products that are developed that could come into the pharmaceutical world? That, the, very good questions there. The, on the uh, multiple uh, verticals, I think you're, you're asking me as far as the uh, Nutra vertical, the uh, pharmaceutical vertical, and the uh, cannabinoid space, the ca- cannabis uh, vertical. Um, yeah, we do, we do see uh, a lot of crossover in the verticals. Uh, the nutraceutical vertical, uh, which we, we really look at it as more of a functional, um, you know, functional medical food vertical, if you will, or, or nutraceuticals that have a true uh, functional aspect to them. And even looking at nutraceuticals that affect the endocannabinoid system. Uh, let, me, let me just, uh, if you don't mind me just discussing that a little bit, really sure. what, what, what really um, got us excited about the cannabis space. It's not the cannabis plant itself. Uh, what got us excited was, was the endocannabinoid system and the potential to treat different disease states and indications uh, utilizing, it doesn't matter what type of active, you know, actives that affect the endocannabinoid system. It doesn't have to be uh, from the cannabis plant. There are other terpenes and, and uh, cannabinoid-like molecules uh, that affect the endocannabinoid system. So we believe, uh, you know, at Cure, we believe the endocannabinoid system itself uh, is the new frontier of medicine uh, or potential new frontier of medicine uh, for treating a multitude of diseases, uh, even nutraceutical deficiencies, uh, you know, uh, in the body and, and creating better health. So that's what gets us excited. And that's why each vertical that we look at, like the nutraceutical vertical, can cross over into the cannabinoid vertical because a lot of the nutraceutical products that we're looking at actually affect the endocannabinoid system. And by affecting the endocannabinoid system, you know, there's a potential uh, combination of these actives uh, from the nutra side or, uh, you know, um, uh, food side, if you will, that can cross over into the pharma side for treatments of different pharmaceutical indications and treat and, and cross over into the combinations of using cannabinoid mo- molecules in the pharmaceutical side. So the, the Nutra vertical is the low hanging fruit. We can get it, we can launch those products pretty quick with, uh, you know, it, it's not as regulated as you probably know and, and are well aware. However, we only choose actives that have, you know, uh, clinical research behind it and that uh, are shown to be effective in these specific areas that we would be selling them. Uh, for example, sometimes it wouldn't be uh, affecting the endocannabinoid system. It's just using our drug delivery platform, uh, we, we believe we can deliver actives, and, and I've shown that in, in some research, the actives more effectively and efficiently into the body. So that crosses over into every aspect and every vertical. I'm not sure if I fully answered that question because there's so much to talk about, <laughs> sure. uh, but I'll get into that a little bit more later. <laughs> now, that's great. I appreciate that. And so n- knowing that you've really chosen the thin strip as a way to it, you really get this uh, efficacy and to really get this bioavailability, um, are you, as you're, for, as you're creating new formulations, what is it you're act you're actively pursuing and treating? What is it you're trying to help patients with? If you don't mind me asking, is there a specific area that you are targeting, or is it very broad right now with what your research is and what you guys are doing? Yeah, yeah, it's good. Thank you. It, it, it's actually it's actually broad because what we do is what we work with other companies, companies that have these molecules. Uh, it could be a, it could be a cannabinoid. It could be uh, you know it could be a pharmaceutical uh, active ingredient. Um, it could be a nutriactive ingredient. What we do is we, the active treats the patient, right? We all know that. It's not really 
we're not treating the patient. What we're doing is we're increasing uh, bioavailability of the active in the, in the body. Uh, how do we do that? There's uh, several ways we can utilize the thin film to deliver uh, actives, um, you know, into the body more effectively. One way is we can do it through the buccal mucosa. I don't know if you're familiar with the buccal mucosa. Most people are not. It's actually between the cheek and gum, uh, very similar to how baseball players would chew tobacco and park the tobacco uh, in the cheek and gum area so it goes into the blood quickly. So if you do that and you deliver through the buccal, you can potentially bypass first-pass degradation in the gut you know, a lot of actives you swallow and it gets mm -hmm. degraded in the gut. A lot of people, quite frankly, pediatrics, geriatrics, uh, you know, patients have trouble swallowing pills. And, and that's another issue. So we can increase not only bioavailability of an active by bypassing the gut, we can also increase compliance, right, for the patient. The patient would be more willing to take the drug or, or, or nutraceutical product if it's an easier way, it's less cumbersome. You don't even need to use drinking water. So it's a very simplistic way of taking the product, which allows the patient to be more compliant with the, uh, the regimen, uh, so to speak. So that, that's another way we actually help the patient. So let's, let's, let me give you an example. Um, if we were delivering, let's just say we were delivering a product for um, uh, epileptic uh, patients, right? And it's uh, CBD. As you know, uh, GW Pharmaceutical had uh, gotten uh, CBD approved uh, for um, epilepsy, uh, pediatric patients called Epidiolex. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the first, uh, it is the first uh, CBD product to be approved as a prescription drug in the U.S. Uh, through the FDA. Um, let's just say we took that same CBD complex and delivered it a little differently. Uh, we delivered it through the buccal mucosa using thin film. It's an easy way the patient, you know, uh, doesn't have to take drinking water. You can, issue, you can deliver it to a patient uh, who may be, uh, may be difficult to deliver to a patient uh, a pill when they're, you know, uh, a pediatric patient and, and maybe even on the verge of an epileptic fit. But you can take this as an emergency medicine. You can put it into the, uh, into the mouth. It, it mucoadhesive, so it adheres to the uh, mouth. Uh, it dissolves. And you can, you know, effectively deliver this drug, uh, you know, in a uh, fast, efficient uh, manner uh, using uh, thin film technology. So potentially by bypassing uh, the gut, you're not getting the degradation. You may have to use less dose. So that, that's another key, right? Now you're using less of the active for the same treatment, and you potentially have less side effects by doing that. Uh, pretty fascinating. Rob, we need to take a break. When we come back, we're going to continue talking about uh, Cure Pharmaceuticals and uh, some of the work you're doing with other public companies and some of the press releases I read. So please stay tuned. Time to cut to commercial. More of the cutting edge of cannabis is coming up. Fetch your earbuds and stay tuned for some pure pet care conversation. Hi, it's Angela Ardolino with It's a Dog's Life, and I have Hernanda Umana joining me. We're just both so fascinated with how much we've learned since we've been in this pet industry and creating an all-natural product. Because it's a dog's life. I am a huge fan of my guest today, Dr. Bob Goldstein. I have, in my experience, not seen many natural substances produce the results that CBD is producing in the animals that we are testing on. It's a Dog's Life with Angela Ardolino, only on Cannabis Radio. 
the marijuana llama tell you something now Bought a game for your phone, gonna make you say wow The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little your empire grows large Put the big celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Chich and Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong The name of the game is him pink, that's the point Download and play while you light yourself a joint The business of cannabis should be no crime Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times Oh yeah, get it on Android and I and iOS today Marijuana Llama out Got to tend to me on crops, you know Money don't make itself Hemp Inc. Fortunate to have Michael Brewer of Brewer and Shipley your signature top 10 song, One Toke Over the Line. I've read a couple different versions of, of what the tune's origins are. What's the true story? We were playing a little club in Kansas City. A friend stopped by with some really good hash. We stepped out back and came back in. We are tuning up in the dressing room, and Tom said, Man, I'm really One Toke Over the Line. I just cracked up. I thought it was hysterical. We literally wrote that song just entertaining ourselves and to make our friends laugh. It's time to Hem Present, only on Cannabis Radio. The cutting edge of cannabis now continues, only on CannabisRadio.com. I'm Mella Smith, and I'm here with Rob Davison with Cure Pharmaceuticals. Welcome back, and thanks for staying with us. Um, Rob, I want to, I want to pick back up on, on what we were ju- just speaking about on just availability and or bioavailability and efficacy and um, just really understanding what your technology does and um, how you're comparing it to um, some of the epidiolics and what those products are out there. So if you would kind of wrap that up for me one more time as we had to cut that short on that break there. No, absolutely. So, um, yeah, we were discussing just the potential of this uh, technology, our, our OTF technology cure film, the potential of this uh, delivery system to be able to deliver the drug active, not only more effectively, uh, more efficiently, but with uh, less side effects due to the fact that you may be able to deliver less active uh, and get the same amount into the blood. Uh, a lot of times uh, pills, uh, you, get a, you get degradation in the GI and um, it basically, you're delivering a, a very low percentage, which is the bioavailability component of an active. Uh, you, you have a very low percentage of that getting into the blood or into the body. Uh, but by, by bypassing it using our, uh, you know, specific uh, encapsulation technology, our polymer systems that we utilize in our uh, cure film, we're able to actually deliver uh, more efficiently and potentially using less active to get the same amount in the blood by bypassing the gut. Uh, again, that widens the therapeutic index, and that, that's potentially a lot safer for patients uh, because you uh, decrease side effects by using less active. So I'm assuming with all this work that you guys have come out with, um, this is why you've been working with Canopy Growth out of Canada. Uh, pretty neat to see that I read you guys are doing some work with them. If you could um, elaborate what you can, I'm sure it's probably top secret is that's you know the big 800-pound gorilla in the marketplace. But uh, what, what kind of stuff are you doing with Canopy, and how how did they reach out to you guys, and how how's that how does that relationship look? Yeah, no, no, absolutely. I can, I can give some color to the relationship and and what we're working on um, to a to a certain level at least. Sure, I understand. Said. I get it. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes. 
So um, they reached out to us uh, a couple of years ago, actually, and uh, we developed a relationship with Canopy. Uh, they did some uh, research on what we were doing and um, really understood pretty early on that uh, cannabinoid molecules are pretty difficult molecules uh, to deliver to the body. Uh, and I don't know, Ellis, how much you know about that, but uh, they're, they're very uh, difficult, one of the most difficult molecules to uh, deliver effectively to the body without having to do high doses. And you probably hear this, look, this patient's or uh, you know, even on a rec side or on the medical side, you hear people saying, look, I've tried a brownie or a piece of candy or even a tincture. And some days it hits me in five minutes and the other days it's five hours later and I get hit or four yep. hours later. Yep. There's really no like continuity to, uh, you know, the delivery systems out there and how effective they are. And quite frankly, that's because it's not easy to deliver a cannabinoid molecule, uh, not to get too scientific but cannabinoid molecules are uh, lipophilic molecules. They're nonpolar molecules. Uh, so it's really tough to attract them into the, into the body, into the blood. They, they really get cleaved and degrade and they get lost in the gut. And, and that's, that, that's really the, the main issue. So they recognize that. And they said, well, how do we really increase efficiency um, in, in our end products, in all, our form factors that we deliver to our patient base, we want to be number one precise in the delivery. We want our patients to know when it's going to, you know, uh, take effect. Uh, we, we want our patients to be able to even titrate the dose. So what I mean by that is you could potentially have a 100 milligram thin film. Not potentially, you could have a 100 milligram thin film and split it directly in half. Now you have 50 milligrams of the active precise dosing. If you did that with a brownie, you don't know which mm-hmm. which side of that brownie is loaded and how much <laughs> is in there. You know, so it's really precise dosing. It's the ability to bypass the gut with our delivery system. The ability to use very unique and uh, you know proprietary encapsulation technologies to deliver not only CBD molecules but you know uh, THC uh, terpenes. Uh, stabilizing these molecules are difficult. So look, Canopy reached out, they did their research, they know we have the ability to do that, and uh, we're working with them on, you know, building out their uh, drug delivery platform and, uh, you know, uh, launching several of their products, uh, both in uh, Canada, uh, U.S., as well as, uh, you know, uh, Europe and Latin America. So it's exciting for us. As you said, they're an 800-pound gorilla. Um, uh, we definitely think we have one of the better ways to deliver cannabinoid molecules. Uh, we don't just work with thin film. We work with other oral dose forms using the same platform technologies that we incorporate in thin film. We have uh, specialized, uh, you know, uh, drinks uh, or tinctures, uh, chewables, uh, but all encompass that same polymer system uh, IP as well as the encapsulation technology that we have developed. Where can I find it? Where can I get my hands on some of this stuff in Colorado? <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? As soon as we launch, I'll let you know, Alice. I'll Please. send you some samples. So, well, and one other, if you don't mind me just yeah, injecting yeah, one other point, um, I don't know if you know this, but the other thing that, you know, Canopy Growth is excited about and a lot of companies are excited about with Cure uh, is our ability to work on the pharmaceutical side and work with the FDA with THC right at our own facility in California, because we are a class, we have a DEA Schedule One license for manufacturing oh, wow. uh, at our facility, and we're fully vertically integrated. And you won't find a lot of companies having a Schedule One license, especially in the drug delivery technology world. Uh, so we're one of the only ones that have that, and we have that for 
not just synthetic uh, THC. That's very, you know, that, that was more common mm-hmm. uh, in the past uh, for API manufacturers. But we have synthetics. We have uh, biosynthetic and whole plant uh, abilities. So that, that's what's exciting. That's why, you know, we, we see an influx of uh, companies wanting to work with us. Well, the proof is in the pudding, and obviously uh, you guys' work is is um, proving itself time and time again. So neat to see what you guys are doing and bringing into this this hemp and cannabis sector specifically. So, um, okay, let's switch gears a little bit. Tell me about the deal. I read a press release about, and I may butcher their name, uh, Fidico Farms in Oklahoma. Yes, yes yeah, Fitico Farms. All right, Fitico, um, sorry, Farms, I butchered yeah. that. <laughs> No, no, that's okay. So I still uh, butcher it now and then. So, um, yeah, I can tell you a little bit about that. That's, that's, that's really uh, pertinent, I think, in the uh, CBD world. Uh, not just CBD. Uh, there's other uh, cannabinoid molecules that we're looking at, CBG and, you know, some, some of the other lesser uh, known but, and, and actually uh, low percentage in, in the hemp plant, as you know. Uh, we're working with them on several fronts. Uh, one, we feel if we're going to play in the CBD world or the hemp world, we want to secure the supply chain. We think that's an unmet need in the industry. Um, I don't know if you know this, but decide, you're in Colorado, you probably hear it all the time. Uh, not all hemp oil is alike. <laughs> not that's all right. plants are alike. That's right. And you just never, a lot of times when you, you're trying to you know, source, uh, we call it API, active product ingredient, in the marketplace, we treat everything as a pharmaceutical. We want a secure supply chain from seed all the way to the uh, end product or form factor. And the only way for us to really do that is to, uh, you know, partner, do co-ops with not just, uh, you know, the extractors, but the farmers and, and give the farmers an upside to being a part of a bigger vehicle, a bigger supply chain. Uh, you know, let them uh, earn, uh, you know, uh, revenue on, on the uh, form factors or the end products. So we're basically working on a uh, larger or bigger picture, if you will, on the supply chain side and securing it all the way through uh, from A to Z, if you will. All right. We need to take another break. When we come back, we're going to continue talking about Fatico Farms. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Time to cut to commercial. More of the cutting edge of cannabis is coming up. The cannabis industry is growing almost as fast as the cannabis and hemp being planted and harvested. Where, when, and how fast will the cannabis and hemp industries continue to climb? Who will be the people leading the charge into that promised land of profit? Let's pursue those answers and more with the Plant Profits. Welcome to another episode of Plant Profits. I am Bert Miller, your host. As you guys know, the purpose of this show is to introduce you to some of the most forward-thinking executives and companies in the cannabis industry. Plant Profits, only on CannabisRadio.com. The National Cannabis Industry Association's third annual California Cannabis Business Conference takes place October 8th and 9th in Long Beach, California. Register today at CaliforniaCannabisBusinessConference.com and take part in the only industry trade show focusing solely on the California market hosted by the cannabis industry's only national trade association. NCIA's California Cannabis Business Conference brings together thousands of cannabis industry leaders, policymakers, and entrepreneurs to discuss California-specific regulations, market trends, policy, advocacy, and research. The California Cannabis Business Conference will also feature over 60,000 square feet of expo floor 
showcasing over 200 exhibits. Make your plans now for NCIA's third annual California Cannabis Business Conference, October 8th and 9th in Long Beach, California. Register today at CaliforniaCannabisBusinessConference.com. That's CaliforniaCannabisBusinessConference.com. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. <laughs> they have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing, healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA-free and lead-free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. The cutting edge of cannabis now continues only on cannabisradio.com. Welcome back. Talking with Rob Davidson from Cure Pharmaceuticals. And Rob, you know, if you would, we were talking about Fatico Farms and that relationship. And it sounds like it's really bringing the farmer into this conversation from the get-go, really including them in the in the bigger scheme of this industry. And really, I see it as like a contract farmer, kind of what you see Coors does with some of their wheat and barley growers. And uh, Zach, what you guys are really trying to do is, is, is support the farmers in a different capacity and make sure they're part of the process all the way through. Absolutely. We, yeah, we, we definitely, that, that's really the key. Um, you know, you, when you're using a natural, uh, you know, plant product uh, for treatment, right, for, for potentially medical conditions, uh, you have to ensure the safety of the uh, patient and, and ensure the safety of the supply chain and security of the supply chain. So the only way to do that is really to uh, integrate the farmer into the process uh, from the start and also educating the farmer why it's important to, uh, you know, uh, secure that supply chain and, uh, you know, grow the uh, plant a specific way, uh, you know, uh, and, and allow that to be transparent all the way through from uh, the uh, the day you plant it to the, uh, the end point to the form factor. So, yeah, that, that's exactly what we're doing. And I think the farmer, it's better for the farmers as well to be a part of that whole process. I agree 100%. When can we expect to see some of your product on the market? When's it going to be available? You got me excited. It's neat to see, you know, this type of sophistication coming into the space. Like you said, traditionally, we've had access to brownies and things that haven't been uh, precise dosing. And so uh, we'd love to hear when we can get our hands on some of this stuff. Yeah, so pretty soon. We're actually, we expect to launch several products uh, using hemp oil, um, mainly on the hemp side, uh, as you know, we are a pharma company. The only time we do THC is when it's federally illegal. It's mm-hmm. federally legal in uh, the country that we're working in, or it's due to pharmaceutical FDA uh, sure. here in the U.S., and we're doing that as well. But on the hemp CBD, hemp oil side, uh, you can expect to see some of the products starting to launch, uh, you know, uh, Q4 and really heavily in uh, 2020. GMP, this is super important. I see you guys have this, but tell our audience why is it important that you have GMP? Not necessarily for just the U.S., but for your international and endeavors as well. 
Absolutely. So, uh, and that's going to be part of the regulations, I believe, coming down uh, from the FDA in any of this, uh, you know, from the CBD hemp side. Uh, you know, good manufacturing practices. You want to make sure that the end product is safe. Uh, it has what it says it has in it. Uh, it's accurate. It's stable. Uh, there's no cross contamination. So, the only way to do that is to really ensure that the product's being made in a uh, GMP facility. And a facility that's been audited by the FDA or so, and the state. Um, that's really important for the patient. Uh, and I do think a lot of people that are uh, partaking in CBD, uh, you know, using CBD, are doing it for various health reasons, whether it's sleep, anxiety, pain. And you probably agree with me. You see them, they're, self, they're self-medicating. So that's, it's really important for us to be the gatekeeper as a GMP manufacturer uh, and, and a pharmaceutical company to make sure that they're getting uh, the accurate, the products that are uh, the best, uh, you know, quality. Oh, I agree. It's right now, there's still a lot of, we're the guinea pigs um, as the market is, is consuming these things. And there's a, a lot of self titration that's going on to figure out what works. There's so much what we call snake oil being sold out there as products aren't necessarily what they're told they are. And so um, folks like yourself coming in are going to bring more credibility, uh, hopefully bring better relief to folks who are looking to achieve that with whatever ailments that they're, they're, they're looking to alleviate. And so this type of, um, um, you know, just regulation is really, it's going to, it's going to rise at the top and a lot of the other, other folks trying to put product on the market will hopefully go away. And this is what I'm hoping to see is I have a lot of, of, you know, friends of family that are reaching out and asking for product and they may be in Florida or Alabama or some of these areas that I don't know where they can get good, true, safe product from. And so I don't recommend anybody. I don't recommend it. I hate that I can't recommend that because they look to me as an expert. And I can't help. Yeah, no, no, I agree with you. It's a problem. It's a big problem. I think there's a consolidation uh, coming. Uh, I think you have, you know, the ones that aren't GMP to your point, I think they'll, they'll fall by the wayside and uh, companies that are doing it the right way, really taking that initiative. And look, we need more clinical studies in the industry. We we need to know, does it really affect anxiety? Does it really affect uh, sleep? And how does it, what's the appropriate dosing for that? Uh, what's the safety profiles on this? I mean, that those are all, you know, key questions that need to be answered. We do know that, you know, CBD has a pretty broad safety profile, and that's a positive. Uh, the cannabis plant alone does as well. But, uh, again, we still uh, are more about let's get more research out there. Let's make research more accessible, though, in the U.S., which really hasn't happened. Uh, we're way behind Israel uh, and uh, Canada in research and the ability to research due to the regulations. Uh, but I think they're starting to look how look at how they can actually expand upon that and allow for more research, even on the THC side, uh, which is a positive. We we do a lot of our research in Israel. You probably know that, and uh, that's uh, that's exciting for us because we're able to do clinical trials in Israel uh, pretty easily. Well, that's the line of least resistance. I'm glad to see you guys are actively going at these markets to help you progress uh, your research because we're the ones going to benefit and we're all grateful for you all doing that. So, Rob, we've got about 30 seconds here. I want to wrap this up. I'd love for you to have some closing comments. Anything you'd like to say, please give it your best. I'll give it my best. (laughs) No, Well, first of all, thank you for having me on the uh, show. I really appreciate it. Uh, We're excited about the future, you know, of, uh, you know, not just cannabis, but uh, really researching the endocannabinoid system and the potential effects that's going to have on uh, health in, in the future. 
We think that's, uh, again, the, the new frontier of medicine. We're excited to be at the forefront of that. And, uh, you know, visit curepharmaceutical.com and uh, keep tabs on us, what we're doing. Uh, we think we're going to uh, create a lot of noise in the uh, very near future. Rob, thanks for joining us. Rob Davidson, Cure Pharmaceuticals. I'm Ellis Smith. Thank you for joining us for this edition of Cutting Edge of Cannabis. You can download past episodes of our program by going to CannabisRadio.com or subscribing to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, and very soon on iHeartRadio. Have a great day. See you next time. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.